this is Pastor John. This is DCE James. And this is the Catechast uh, coming at you with an episode on the commandments. We're going to go through each of the commandments in following episodes. But in this particular episode, we want to just talk about the commandments in general. Sort of give us an introduction to them. Yeah. yeah. Knowing why we have the commandments helps us to follow them. Exactly. You know, I've heard a quote once that rules without relationships equals rebellion. Mm. And I think that especially applies to teenagers. Yeah. If we don't know <laughs> why we have rules, and if we don't have a relationship with the people who give us rules, we're just going to break those rules. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's a very good point. Um, so did your parents have any rules for you when you were a teenager? Oh, that's a good question. Now it's like hardcore. I, we had some rules, yeah. But I think I was a pretty chill and lame teenager that I, <laughs> they didn't need to give me a lot of rules. Just maybe clean your room? I think if I was more rebellious, I'd have a lot more okay. rules. What about you, Pastor John? I think I made my parents a little nervous in middle school for good <laughs> reasons. And so then they would kind of clamp down and have some rules, like no sneaking out and, yeah. you know, curfews and things <laughs> like that. But then I, I so I, I, would, I think I became a Christian, you know, between eighth grade and freshman year. And so I, I mellowed out a little bit. And so there were less rules. Yeah. Um, I think for me, you know, it was not procrastinating because <laughs> <laughs> I would do that with school. But so... You know, if as we think about God giving us rules, sometimes we can think rules are lame. Like, yeah. oh, man, like rules just crash the party. Mm -hmm. Like God's just trying to ruin everybody's fun when he gives us rules. But if we think about why we have rules, uh, it kind of makes sense. So, I mean, why do we give rules for our, to teenagers? We, we know teenagers like to rebel. And they like to push boundaries. Yeah, they're pushing the boundaries a little bit, yeah. Yeah. So when you have those set rules, they know what those boundaries are. We mm -hmm. When teenagers know what a c clear rule is, it helps them live a better life than just chaos and I can do whatever I want. Yeah, like, you know, I got to fight for my right to party. Yeah. Nod to the Beastie Boys on that one. <laughs> they, uh, that doesn't work. It actually no. doesn't work, you know, like... We want our kids to grow up and be healthy and, and to be whole. We don't want them to harm themselves or mm -hmm. harm others. And so all of the rules that we give really come back to that. And really the truth is whenever we give a rule, we're giving a boundary to protect something that we value. Yeah. So like if you tell your, your teenager, like, be a really good driver and pay attention and look both ways and don't speed, it's because you value their life right and in the same way you know when god puts a boundary around something he tells us no it's because he's already said yes to something mm -hmm. we're going to see that with each of the commandments is that god is saying no because he wants to say yes to something better right and so he'll put a boundary around something that he loves and values for our good so where do we find the ten commandments in the bible so the ten commandments are first brought to the Israelites in Exodus 20. And it's a big, fascinating story of mm -hmm. God bringing the Israelites out into the wilderness. And he, he has this covenant with them and, and gives them these laws. Mm -hmm. But I, I 
loved that quote that you started us out with, showing that's exactly what God does when he gives the Ten Commandments. He first states his relationship. He does. He says, I the am the Lord your God. I brought you out of the house of slavery in Egypt. He's saying, I'm your God. Here's my relationship to you. You're my people. Yeah. Here's what I did for you. And so now here's the house rules. Yeah. Here's what you do as my people. And so a lot of people think the commandments are a way to earn God's favor, to get into the house. But that's not the way it works, right? Yeah. He's God saying, you're part of my family. I made you my people. And, and that is why you keep these rules, to show the world that you know me. Yeah. Um, now, I think that's important for our kids because, you know, rules without relationship equals rebellion. If we say to our kids, you got to keep the commandments, honor your father and your mother, or, or that's sin, you know, like you don't mm -hmm. sin. Like, you know what I mean? If we use guilt, just heap guilt upon our kids to get yeah. them to keep the commandments, they might actually keep them, but they'll only keep them insofar as it's advantageous for them, or they right. might only keep them insofar as as it keeps peace, and right. but behind closed doors or when we're not looking or in their hearts, they're going to break those commandments potentially. So, you know, really like, I think when we talk to our kids about the commandments, we want to start with, you're baptized into Christ. Mm -hmm. You belong to him. Therefore live this way. Right. As they understand the love behind the commandments, they may not always necessarily understand it or follow it, mm -hmm. but they'll, they'll go with it. Yeah. So I like to break up the function of the commandment, kind of like what it does in us, into three words, three D words. And the first word is design. So the commandments are God's design. They basically just show us, it's like the blueprint mm -hmm. for being a fully functional human being. What does it look like if you're created in the image of God and you love God and you love your neighbor? It looks like keeping the Ten Commandments. Yeah. Um, it is the blueprint for what it means to be a whole, healthy human being. Um, but the more we look into the commandments, we see that we are not whole and we are not healthy spiritually, mm. right? And right. so they diagnose us. Yeah. Yeah, what do we mean when we say that the commandments diagnose us? It really shows us that we are fallen, Mm -hmm. That we are a broken people. That sin is in this world. We don't mm. live up to God's expectations. Yeah, and even in surprising ways, like we, I, I've had confirmation kids say, oh, I've kept a few of those commandments. Mm. Typically, they never say they've kept the fourth commandment, honor your father and your mother. <laughs> that kind of levels all teenagers. But, yeah. but when, like with murder, I haven't murdered anybody. Yeah. But do you hate anybody? Yeah. Um, I haven't committed adultery. I'm not even married. But have you looked at somebody lustfully? You know, um, it really gets to the heart and it right. diagnoses us. But the goal of the diagnosis is not to leave us in despair. Just like if the doctor tells you that you're sick, he doesn't say that, you know, to, he doesn't say you're sick and have fun. We'll see you later. Good luck with that. Yeah. The doctor diagnoses you so he can heal you. And in the mm -hmm. same way God's law diagnoses us, it shows us the reality of our condition so that we will go to our Savior and find forgiveness right. and healing because he's dealt with our sin once and for all. Yeah. Um, 
And I think that's an important thing for parents to know too. When you see the weight of the law on your kids, when they get caught, right? Yeah. When they, when they break the commandments, even in surprising, appalling ways, like you think, oh, I never thought my kid would do that. It's an opportunity to lead them to Christ. Right. right? Yeah. So knowing when to lay down that law mm-hmm. and when to build up with the gospel yeah. is really important. It's a, it's a, that's the art of parenting, I think. Yeah. 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 So then uh, the third, so we have, uh, I- the third is delight. So we have design, diagnosis, and delight. And, and when we come to know Christ, when the Holy Spirit is in our hearts, when we are God's children, we actually begin to keep God's commandments and enjoy keeping them. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when you're a fully functional adult and like your parents would like just be like, clean your room, clean your room, clean your room. And you're like, oh, I don't want to clean my room. I want to play video games. But then you go out to college and you live in your own mess for a couple of years. Yeah. And, and then you, maybe you get married <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you know what? Cleaning up after myself is actually kind of a nice adult thing to do. And it makes yeah. me feel better. Yeah. And so then f- you have d- a different motivation. You don't have anybody harping on you. You're actually doing the dishes and doing your laundry because it just, life is better that way. Mm-hmm. And in the same way, we begin to actually love God's commandments and keep them. Now, we never keep them perfectly, right? Right because we have a broken sinful nature, we fall, we sin much, but we actually in this life will begin to keep the commandments to yeah. some degree. And we, it goes back to that design that we realize that design is the perfect design and we delight in that design. And really that's the, the whole goal of parenting too, is that like parenting, the goal of parenting also corresponds to the goal that God has for all of our lives. Mm-hmm. It is stated by Paul in Romans chapter eight, it is that we would be conformed or shaped into the image of his son, Jesus Christ. And so that's the goal for our kids, right? Is that they would become more and more like Jesus. Yeah. And that happens through his forgiveness and his grace as we learn to walk in his ways uh, because he calls us out of slavery, right? He calls right. us into that relationship with himself. Uh, let's talk in the closing about kind of the two directions of the law, the two mm. tables of the law. Uh, talk about that for a minute. Yeah, we um, we know that Moses came down with two tablets, so we kind of mm-hmm. um, organized the Ten Commandments in in a way of of God and of man. That we know that the commandments are all about love mm-hmm. and where that love is directed. Yeah. So the first three um, that we have the commandments are geared towards the love of God. Right. How we love God and what that looks like. And then the last ones, six to 10, are our love of the neighbor mm-hmm. and how we see it. And so Jesus points that out, that when someone comes up to him and says, Lord, teacher, what is the greatest commandment? And he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. So these are on par and flow out of each other. But Mm -hmm. we see it fulfilled in the Ten Commandments. Yeah, so and to summarize, as as you have conversations with your kids about the commandments, uh, just a really good conversation would be why, why, 
do we have rules? What's the purpose of rules? Yeah. And how do those rules that we have correspond to what we really love and value? Mm-hmm. Um, and if we can understand that, then we can begin to have conversations about, well, why does God give us commands? And, and how do those commands really connect to what he loves and values, uh, which is us? Yeah. So. All right. Well, that is our show for today. And we will see you next time. As we, we're going to take a look next time at that first table of the law, starting with commandment number one.